Hey guys, Jason here. Uh, real quick before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to say uh, today is my birthday. And if you could just, you know, drop me a happy birthday or whatever, use hashtag happy birthday Jason, make me feel great because uh, this episode, well, we're, as the title says, we're doing Dumbo. And oh boy, animal abuse and racism for my birthday. What a great present. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And on with the regularly, with the regularly, on with the regularly, on with the show. Rumpelstiltskin always says that magic comes with a price. But for this price, you can get a nice piece of jewelry. Use code ONCEPOD for 10% off your first order at Unusual Magic Jewelry on Etsy. Click the link in the description. Hello, and welcome to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we'll be looking at the 1941 Walt Disney Studios film, Dumbo. This is the fourth episode in a new series from us, focusing on animated movies owned by Disney. In this series, we won't be doing a deep analysis of each scene, but rather giving our impressions of the overall film and the songs from the film. We will also be giving a score to the film and ranking the songs. So grab some popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the episode. Dumbo is a 1941 American animated film produced by Walt Disney Productions and released on October 23, 1941, by RKO Radio Pictures. Helen Abson, and illustrated by Harold Pearl. The story centers around Dumbo, a baby elephant who is ridiculed for his abnormally large ears. Under the tutelage of Timothy Q. Mouse, Dumbo comes to learn that his ears grant him the ability to fly. Following the financial losses of Pinocchio and Fantasia, Dumbo was produced with a relatively lower budget. Its story and animation were deliberately simple, and at 64 minutes, it is one of Disney's shortest full-length features. Upon release, Dumbo was a major success and became iconic for World War II, as it was hailed by critics and audiences as a joyous film appropriate for such vulgar times. The film's credited story writers are Helen Aberson and Harold Pearl from the novel, Otto Englander, Joe Grant, and Dick Humer. It is directed by Ben Sharpstein, Norman Ferguson, Wilfred Jackson, Bill Roberts, Jack Keeney, Sam Strong, and also John Elliott, but they are unaccredited. The film stars Edward Brophy as Timothy Q. Mouse, Herman Bing as the ringmaster, Verna Felton as Mrs. Jumbo, Sterling Holloway as Mr. Stork, Cliff Edwards as Dandy Crow, and Hale Johnson Choir as The Crows. And the film is, of course, produced by Walt Disney. Dumbo premiered on October 23rd, 1941 in New York City with general audience release eight days later. 
The budget for the film was $950,000 or $18.5 million today, and it grossed $1.3 million in revenue or $24.1 million. When you watch this movie on Disney Plus, it opens with a disclaimer about racist depictions. And I think I'm just going to read the whole thing this time. It says, this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people and cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then, and they are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the world. To learn more about how these stories have impacted society, visit www.disney.com slash story matters. And I, I put that there was also a warning in this movie about the use of tobacco, but I didn't remember it, uh, use of tobacco warning being in Pinocchio which I found strange because Pinocchio actually smokes in that movie. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember one being Pinocchio, so. Yeah. But again, I'm glad that they have the disclaimer in there and that the film is not edited to try and erase the history of the film because while it's yeah. trouble, troublesome and problematic, if you, if you just ignore the history, then you're doomed to repeat it. You know, if, if people can this get away. True. Yeah, if people can get away with doing things like that in the past, then they'll get away with doing it, things like this in the future. So I have here that the opening credits are circus posters. And I kind of like that. I thought that was an interesting way to do it. Instead of doing the book thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like it a lot more. Fits the yeah. story better. And while a large circus spends the off season in the winter grounds in Florida, a flock of white storks deliver babies to the animals. One elephant, Mrs. Jumbo, does not receive her baby and keeps scanning the, the sky. And this leads into the song, Look Out for Mr. S uh, Stork. And I wrote that this is fine for the scene, but not something that I would really put on a playlist. Yeah, it's not the best song, but, mm. you know, it's, it does what it needs to do, right? I also wrote a note here saying that the map of the United States having the actual state names on them, that that's true. If you... Uh, were to get into an airplane high enough or to go into space, you would see all the states' names written on, <laughs> written on every state. Um, uh, you know, you know what I find funny about this scene though is like all the animals get their babies dropped off like that. Do humans get their babies dropped off like that in this universe? Presumably, presumably. And if they don't, like, how did the humans react when all of a sudden there's baby animals the next morning? Like, man, we got to take care of all these extra animals. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's interesting, but the circus sets out a new tour and a belated stork catches up with the moving train and drops off the expected baby elephant, Jumbo Jr. The other elephants are initially delighted until they, they see the baby has far oversized ears and promptly nickname him Dumbo. However, Mrs. Jumbo shows her baby great care and love, defending him from the teasing of the other elephants. And I have here the, the song Casey Jr. plays when the train starts moving. Again, it's fine, but not on my playlist. I gave it a four out of 10. I love Casey Jr. <laughs> Casey That's... Jr. coming down the track. Hey, as far as songs go from this movie, perfectly fine, you know? 
Yeah, um, to be fair, this movie isn't exactly good with the music. No. I also wrote that I believe this scene shows the clear difference in the budget of making this film compared to the previous ones. It's far more cartoonish and comical looking than the previous Disney films. In my opinion. You know, it's also, I do think it's interesting. I didn't know that it was like they spent less money on it. It makes sense now because we're going back to the Snow White things at this point where there's not a lot of speaking in this movie. Mm -hmm. Kind of, especially at the beginning of this movie. Like it's very like, Sometimes Mrs. Jumbo speaks a lot. Other times she doesn't speak at all. The like we're paying these people by the word is all I yeah. can assume. Because... And the protagonist never speaks. Yes. That's, you know. Yeah. He's uh, a baby. Well, fine. But I also wondered if that's where the whole dumb thing came from in Dumbo. Like he, he doesn't talk. Maybe. The baby gets dropped off, right, by the stork. And it's a lot of pomp and circumstance to drop off this baby that doesn't happen with any of the other babies the other babies just float down to where they're going and like mrs jumbo has to sign an x for this baby like maybe that's why this stork is late because that's how he delivers every baby whereas the other storks are just dropping them off but he said it's part it's part of which it's part of like what does he say that it's like part of the it's still part of the ceremony or something yeah like like it's part of what like you get or something yeah he's like i have to sing happy birthday he he even looks horrified to see that she just puts an x on the line instead of writing mrs jumbo like he's like oh no but i also wondered if this movie popularized singing happy birthday as the stork sings it to jumbo jr i have here i don't know oh i doubt that i'm sure it's just something they could I'm sure it was already in the public and that they, they could just put it in because it happy birthday doesn't need a well, copyright. W- well, no, there is a family that owns happy birthday. That's why when you watch a lot of movies, they'll sing like for he's a jolly good fellow or something like that because yeah. they don't want to pay that family the rights to use happy birthday. I just wonder if this predates that, like that family copywriting it. Maybe. I don't uh-huh. know. And I also wrote good for Mrs. Jumbo shutting the door the other elephants who makes fun of a baby the circus arrives at a new location and the animals and circus workers set up the tents this has the song song of the rustabouts and i wrote the depiction of the circus workers ugh they aren't exactly depicted as african americans but they are dark figures who sing about how happy they are to be working and i gave it a one out of ten Yep, that's one out of ten is what it, it zero out of ten is what it really deserves. This yeah. scene is not is very nice. And even it's a lot of animals helping them put up the tents and doing a lot of the work, to be honest. Right. Agreed. Like the elephants do all the work and the dark figures do all the work. That's it. Nobody else is helping out here. No. My next note again, I wrote UG, and it's the people riding the camels in the parade. Uh we had caricatures of Middle Eastern people on the camels. So just addressing it because it's there, but not happy about it. Next, I wrote Dumbo, clumsy due to his ears, is made into a sideshow attraction. When some rowdy boys start blowing in and pulling Dumbo's ears, Mrs. Jumbo spanks their leader and throws hay bales at them. The circus staff remove Dumbo from his pen and Mrs. Jumbo flies into a rage eventually dousing the ringmaster in a water tub. She is subsequently deemed mad and locked in a cage. Dumbo is blamed for the incident and shunned by the other elephants. 
I know you, you have already thoughts. know I have a lot yeah. to say about yeah. this scene because uh, this is the scene that I literally want to stop watching this movie because I love elephants and this is yeah we like are... I get at the time animals and circuses were very popular this was probably normal but like you have a young child basically antagonizing very large animals hey I don't think that's very realistic because I don't think anybody would ever let children or anybody really in near animals like that without mm. somebody being present mm. but the fact that they removed mrs jumbo when it's like no she was protecting her child which right. is going to have any animal in this entire planet humans included if you threaten their child are going to come at you like a banshee mm. one small exception to that is pandas uh, I've seen if you give a panda something to eat, you can take its baby and it's just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like to have my baby, that's fine. This is why pandas are extinct. I it, guess. It's <laughs> one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, it's, you know, it's what you expect from an animal. And I hate to see Mrs. Jumbo, you know, taken away from the other and elephants. Beaten. And the other elephants, yeah. like blaming her, like blaming Dumbo, like, Oh, she flew like, no, you should be standing behind your lady friends. Agreed. I definitely, the, the scene was heartbreaking to me and very disturbing. Mm -hmm. They also, they really beat Mrs. Jumbo in this scene when yeah. they're trying to beat her back. And yeah, it's not it's just very violent. It's very violent for a short movie. This is very violent for this movie. Yeah, it's not just the racism in this movie that's problematic. It's also the animal cruelty. But in a bright moment, Timothy, a mouse that travels with the circus, befriends Dumbo and decides to make him a star. He whispers in the ringmaster's ear while the latter sleeps and convinces him to try a new stunt with Dumbo at the top of a pyramid of elephants. However, Dumbo trips on his ears during the show and knocks over the pyramid, injuring the other elephants and bringing the big top crashing down. After this, the other elephants exile Dumbo completely, and he is put in with the clown's fireman's act, regularly jumping from a burning building prop into a vat of pie filling. Despite his newfound popularity, Dumbo hates the job and becomes depressed. And my note here is animals in a circus. I'm not a fan of that. Okay, so one of my only notes for like around this area, but I think it's so funny is when Dumbo ruined the elephant pyramid and that one sassy elephant that's in charge was like, out of my way, assassin. Yeah, <laughs> you're, I, I did laugh at that. You're <laughs> yeah, right. It's a baby elephant. He can't do anything to you. Stop treating him so poorly. Yeah, yeah. the line's ridiculous, but it is, it is hilarious. I don't really have much to say except animals in the, in the circus has significantly died in popularity in our time period. I don't know if there are any circuses left in the U.S. that use animals, um, and I certainly don't know about worldwide. But I think Ringling Brothers was the last, and they officially retired everything at this point. Well, good. I'm glad to see that then. Animals don't deserve the treatment that they get being in the circus. Timothy decides to take Dumbo to see his mother, Mrs. Jumbo but they cannot see each other's faces and can only intertwine their trunks. For me, this scene is heartbreaking and the song Baby Mine plays. I wrote that it's probably the best song in the film so far, 
not on my playlist, but I can picture people making a compilation video or even a TikTok with it. And I gave it a six out of 10. I know this is actually a very well-known song. Like I always forget about it, but I see it mentioned quite often in like Diz Twitter and like Disney things where the song gets mentioned and I'm like, oh yeah, baby mine. Meanwhile, the clowns decide to increase the popularity of their fireman act by dangerously raising the platform that Dumbo jumps from. In celebration of this plan, they drink champagne and a bottle of it falls into a water vat. Dumbo, crying after visiting his mother, gets the hiccups, so Timothy takes him to the vat for water. Both of them get drunk and hallucinate pink elephants, and this obviously leads into the song Pink Elephants on Parade. I have a few notes here that this is a classic drunk Disney characters. They're tripping, uh, hiccuping, hallucinating, etc. The pink elephants creep me out as a kid, and they creep me out to this day. Although I did laugh at them walking up the frame of the camera and I gave this. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. This is just like having a full on trip. That's all Mm -hmm. any of these kind of scenes when Disney does them. It's like, yep, we're just doing a full on trip with the characters. And I put the animation is always different compared to the rest of the movie too. It's always dark and neon-y color looking stuff. Agreed. I put that this segment invoked the feelings it was supposed to, but I don't enjoy this song, so I gave it a 3 out of 10. Later, Dumbo and Timothy are discovered asleep, high up in a tree by Dandy Crow and his friends. Initially making fun of Timothy's assertion that Dumbo flew with his ears while drunk, the crows are soon moved by Dumbo's sad story. They decide to help Timothy, giving him a magic feather to help Dumbo fly. Holding the feather, Dumbo does indeed take off for a second time, and he and Timothy return to the circus with plans to surprise the audience. (sighs) So my first note is, ugh, the crows. I mean, this has been discussed by everyone about uh, the racist depictions in this scene, and I cannot add any more to the conversation except that I agree with it, especially, you know, having white voice actors clearly depicting racist caricatures and, you know, we all know the one character's name is Jim Crow. Yeah. It's I, I feel like this is one of those scenes where I agree with anything that has ever been said about the scene. If you want to go, I would look it up. There's plenty of like actual research and things mm-hmm. people have said that were more eloquently than we could ever put it. Right. And it's not our place to really exactly. say it either. I will say the one thing that I did like about this scene is I thought it was cute when Dumbo grabs Timothy's tail with his trunk when they're walking back to the circus. Because earlier in the film, he was holding his mother's tail with his trunk when she was leading him around. Oh, yeah, like, he's a baby. Well, I, like, I, I just, I thought it was cute. He can't get places by himself. Agreed. And then I have here the song, When I See an Elephant Fly. It's the most famous song from this film, hands down. It might even be one of the most famous Dis- Disney songs in general. All that said, it's not on my playlist, so four out of ten. What's so interesting to me is like you say that, and I'm like, no, most people I know when they're talking about songs from this movie, they're talking about Baby Mine or they're talking about Pink Elephants. They're not talking about When I See an Elephant Fly. Not songs I see brought up ever. Well, differing opinions then, and I'm wrong, I guess. I, I think general, maybe Disney people, like Disney fans, don't talk about this song as much but i think general audiences the mass audience would think of this song when they think of dumbo i could be wrong 
And if I am, let me know in the comments. Sound off at me. Say, Jason, you're a moron. And then I'll know. Okay. During the clown's act, Dumbo jumps off the platform and prepares to fly. He drops the feather, but Timothy assures him that it was only a psychological aid. And Dumbo successfully flies about the big top, much to the delight of the public. Dumbo gains fame and fortune. Timothy becomes his new manager and signs him to a Hollywood contract. And Mrs. Jumbo is freed. She and Dumbo are given a private coach on the train. And the crows wave goodbye to the elephants as they travel. I said, I, I, I wrote down, I enjoy seeing Dumbo shooting peanuts out of his trunk at the other elephants. Um, they deserve it. Let's yeah. be honest. And that this scene leads into the reprisal of when I see an elephant fly. It's a higher energy version of the song and it's the closing song of the film. But again, I gave yeah. it a, I gave it a four out of 10. I'm going to move into my overall score unless there's anything else you'd like to say. No, it's, I think it's very funny that like Timothy's now his manager, like it's on a headline and everything. And like, yeah. it's so funny where this has gone. You know, it's interesting too, because in my research, when I keep pulling up things about it, it says like, this film is the first film in the Disney animated canon. This film is the second film in the, and now we're on Dumbo, which is the fourth film in the Disney animated canon, which to my mind makes me think that all these films take place in the same universe. Yeah, like, when you say animated canon, like to me, it's it's like saying the Pixar theory, like oh, the Pixar theory is real. Together, oh, oh, they are real. The same universe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Cars. I, I think people say like that's a post-apocalyptic, elliptic, dystopian future or whatever. Listen, if you actually read the Pixar theory, it will blow your mind. Well, how well, that factors in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna search for Pixar theory iceberg or whatever the iceberg theories that are popular right now i'll have to, I'll have to search for that i'll send you the official theory all right sounds good so i gave the overall score of the film a four out of ten the film itself is fine and thankfully it is short however it lost significant points in my opinion due to the racist depiction of characters in it Three out of 10. Music doesn't bring it back. The animation doesn't bring it back. Uh, literally everything about this movie, I wanted to stop watching it and not because I thought it was boring, just because I hated everything about it. So fair enough. And I also rank the songs here. I have Baby Mine as number one. When I see an elephant fly, uh, the reprisal I put up higher just because it's got a higher energy level, but they're tied for two and three. Uh, Casey Jr. I have as number four. I know that's going to be much higher on your list. Uh, Look Out for Mr. Stork as number five. Pink Elephants on Parade as number six. And clearly in last place, Song of the Rastabouts. You forgot the clown song too. Oh, did I forget the clown song? My apologies. It's a very like quick, like two line song when the clowns uh, are like talking about Dumbo in that one scene. So. Okay, well then that's number seven and the Song of the Rastabouts is number eight. Go ahead. Your uh, okay, so mine is Baby Mind, Pink Elephants on Parade, Casey Jr., When I See an Elephant Fly, Look Out, Mr. Stork. And I do have Song of the Rastabouts before the clown song, mostly because the clown song is like literally like two lines. And I'm like, this isn't even a song. I don't know why this is on the soundtrack listed as a song. Fair enough. Do you want to go over our overall rankings then? Well, just to talk about the songs, most of these songs okay. are the worst than all the other songs from the movies that we've watched already so right they're thankfully they're not good yeah the ones from Pinocchio and Snow White are 
superior. They're short, at least, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd say overall, so far, my opinion of the Disney movies, they rank as they were released. I have Snow White at number one, Pinocchio at number two, Fantasia is number three, and Pinocchio, or excuse me, and Dumbo at number four. I'm pretty close behind you there. Mine are uh, Pinocchio, Snow White, Fantasia, and then Dumbo. And to be honest, I like knowing what we have to watch and like knowing what's going, I think Dumbo is just going to be living in last place. Okay. Like realistically. Well, at least we got the worst out of the way pretty early. I'm sure we'll have other problems with other films as they go, but it's going to be tough to replace Dumbo. Eventually, I think we'll get to the 2019 Dumbo remake when we get into live action films. Uh, Spoilers for the fans, I guess, out there, but at some point we'll do those. Uh, Neither one of us has has seen it at this point. I've heard it has problems in the film itself, though, Uh, but we'll see what they do, what differences they they put in there. It'll be interesting. I sure I'll hate that, too, though, for some reason. (laughs) This has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to either our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at onceagainpod. We also have an Instagram account, onceagainpod, all one word. We'll be posting questions and possibly doing some live Q&As on there. If you would like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. And just a little news, next week... In honor of the spooky season, we'll be viewing some Halloween-themed Disney movies. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Okay.